the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication, and today I am talking to City of Greer Mayor Rick Danner. Mayor, how are you doing today? Good morning, Russell. I am doing well. I hope you are. Doing well, doing well. We are going to be talking about the Center G downtown streetscape project. We're talking about it on the occasion of it winning one of the Municipal Association's 2020 Achievement Awards. But this has been a big story in Greer for a while. This has been a, as I understand, long-running effort to improve the streetscaping, sidewalks, underground utilities in the downtown district, all while helping to prevent problems for the businesses in that district. So, Mayor, to begin with, can I ask you to talk about what led the city to pursue this project? Russell, I'll be glad to to talk about it. It, uh, The the genesis of this project actually goes back a a number of years. In in some regards, it even goes back to a master plan that was done in 1998, actually. We had looked at a master plan for downtown with a consulting group and had identified at that point in time there were some things that the city wanted to do. And through their help, we were able to identify that our needs for the future were going to include more city-owned space, i.e. sort of a, a, a new city hall, possibly, a new courthouse and some other amenities. We had uh, facilities scattered in a number of different places. And so one of the things that was identified in that uh, original master plan was to locate some of the municipality's functions in the downtown area. And fortunately, we were able to to do that over a period of time. We moved into a new city hall in, uh, in 2010 and same year or shortly thereafter into a new municipal court building and police station. And there was some streetscaping in that particular plan and project that was accomplished. But as time went on and as as council looked to the future, we understood that the original landscaping that was done, streetscaping that was done, uh, was going to need to be refreshed at some point in time. And we also understood that from just a physical street standpoint that we were going to have to do some work on our streets and roads in the downtown area. And so uh, we began to look at that project in earnest probably six or seven years ago as we got to the point that we had uh, saved some money and looked at some bonding to to physically do the work. We brought in some other partners uh, at the Greer Commission of Public Works. We both identified that this project was going to to be big. We had uh, infrastructure uh, under the roads that um, was going on 100 years old in some cases. The need to have that replaced as well as the streetscape work and the paving led us to understand that to accomplish what we wanted to do was going to require a huge amount of coordination, not only among our, our partners on the project, but uh, with the businesses as well, too, because this was going to include essentially our entire 
five to six block downtown area. And and the showpiece of it was going to be Trade Street, which is our main uh, shopping thoroughfare right through the middle of, of our downtown. So uh, we worked on that project in terms of uh, planning and uh, working with our partners for the last couple of years. This project has been in the, uh, in the works, but we broke ground last winter and completed the project recently, uh, almost an 18-month project. Uh, we finished a, uh, a little shorter than that and a little under budget, so uh, so things are good. But it is, uh, it's been an incredible journey that on just a number of different layers has been a project that has required a, an enormous amount of planning and uh, work with, again, not only our partners, but our, our downtown businesses as well. And I know planning ahead for everything that was going to happen was such a huge theme of this in terms of managing the impact it would have on businesses, on traffic through the downtown. So what all was planned for going going into it? Well, it was a it was an interesting and thorough process because, as you well know, and, and your listeners will know, the engineering side of it is is sort of the easy piece. I mean, uh, the CPW, the Commission of Public Works, identified where they had lines. They identified what they needed to do. They were able to identify how they would go about it in the length of time that it would take. The city engaged in a very similar, very practical planning process to identify how long it was going to take us to do the kinds of things that we were going to do and and how we were going to phase that in. The wild card then began when, you know, we identified the length and depth in more ways than one of this project and understood that it could possibly have a tremendous impact on the downtown area uh, because this was not just a resurfacing project. This was a complete overhaul. We worked very closely as the city, as a chamber, as an economic development group, as a communications group. We we had to do a lot of coordination and a lot of education on the front end of this project with our merchants and others about how the project was going to unfold in terms of of physically preparing them for the challenges that we were going to face during months and months of construction. So we were fortunate enough to have a contractor that was uh, willing to work with us. The, The merchants were willing to work with us. In most cases, they had at least some alternate access to their building. But uh, in the long run, we were we were able to accommodate the project with, I would say, a very minimal amount of invasiveness to our merchants. There was certainly some discomfort in, in terms of not being able to park immediately in front of a business and uh, maybe to have to travel on a sidewalk that was uh, under construction. But uh, I don't know that any of our businesses were without access to their building um, more than two business days, uh, three at the absolute most. We uh, we tried to make sure that uh, there was minimal impact to an individual business, and so we, we didn't try and do large pieces of the project at one time. We focused on uh, accommodating our merchants and making sure that they were able to maintain the level of business that they were accustomed to. And I know there was the communications and promotions angle to it. And there was one of the things that jumps out is the the shuttles 
Yeah, it's interesting because in a project like this, you don't often think about, you know, one of the key components was a communications team. But for us, we understood that that was going to be absolutely critical. And so we brought actually a group of about five or six people together from the different agencies that were going to be working on the project, from the CPW, from the city, from the chamber, from uh, the economic development group, from the downtown association, from merchants representatives. We, we we brought a group of folks together that met on a regular basis, weekly basis, and issued communication in a number of different formats so that businesses would would know and understand as the work progressed how they were going to be impacted. And that included a, a weekly update that was was uh, distributed through a number of social media platforms. Uh, it was delivered physically in, in most cases. It was delivered in, in handouts. Our communications team really was the crux of sort of making this whole thing work together because inevitably in a construction project of that size and of that length, there, there's going to be hiccups in the construction project. There's going to be weather delays. There's going to be material delays. There's, I mean, just any host of different things that can go wrong. So we had to be flexible and nimble in terms of the communication because if we had conveyed to somebody that, you know, we were going to be doing work in the front of their building on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the following week, and then there was, you know, there was some delay that we had run into. We we needed to be able to communicate with them immediately. And also, they needed to be able to communicate with us. As you can imagine, there was, you know, a fair amount of angst on the on, on the part of some of the merchants just about, you know, physical noise, uh, access, uh, dust, uh, you know, what time in the morning was the work going to start, what time in the evening would it stop. That did prove to be one of the things that made this project work from the very beginning. So a, a lot of a lot of goals going into this because it's so multifaceted. What would you say were some of the big ways that the city met its goals in all of this project from start to finish? Well, you know, one of the things that you mentioned in, in, in the last question, and I think this is part of what came out of of those communications and the in the planning that we had done was we wanted to make sure that sidewalk was available. If you could get to the downtown area and get to one of the parking lots, if you weren't able to immediately access a building, that you would have a way to to walk to it. Well, in inclement weather, that's not an ideal situation. Or in you know even if the weather's not inclement, if it's warm or or whatever. And so you know one of the things that was communicated to us was that we had identified identified parking areas around the city, but most of them were outside of the scope of the work. And so there was, a, you know, there was some concern about not only customers, but employees getting to work in, in you know, in a timely fashion and, and out of the weather when possible. And so one of the things the city made a commitment to do was to offer a shuttle system, which is comprised of small electric vehicles. These vehicles are, you know, can, can carry up to five or six people and they, they run, uh, on a regular basis. We started a, uh, we started a, a seven day a week schedule for, for those folks. We have continued to use them not only through the project, but, uh, even now because of the response that we got. 
you know, we have we have continued to to use those vehicles. You know, now that the project's open, we are uh, just finishing up uh, some additional street signage, wayfaring signage, identifying uh, existing parking areas as well as new ones that were added during the work. We have got the the vehicles have have got an app that you can use to call one of the vehicles to wherever your location is and identify where you want to go. We've got uh, an an interactive uh, parking app that shows parking in the downtown area. And we are are continuing our communication efforts now as we move into phase two of this project, which is going to include uh, the new parking garage that is being built, hotel and uh, apartment complex in the downtown areas. One of the things that that really jumped out at me on this one, I believe, was the the measurement of downtown occupancy during this time, and in fact, rose during that time during construction. Yeah, the the physical project itself was about um, sixteen seventeen months. We weren't sure what to expect uh, during that period of of time and that that, that period of that period of construction. We we broke ground uh, in January of 2019 physically on the project. Uh, we, we, mm-hmm. we completed it uh, about a month ago. We were, we were surprised and, and I guess pleasantly surprised that occupancy during the project had a bit of an ebb and flow to it. I mean, we there, there were some businesses that left their location for various different reasons, and I don't have any reason to believe that any of them left because of the construction. But nevertheless, the one thing that was a pleasant surprise is that we found that, as you mentioned, occupancy actually went up during that during that period. Based on, I think, a number of different things. One was as the project progressed and people saw what it looked like and what it was eventually going to look like from from a conceptual standpoint to a physical standpoint. There was there was obviously increased interest. There had there had been some concerted efforts on our part as well too to let the community know what it was going to look like and how it was going to feel. But once you start to see it. In reality, it, it 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 does come to come to fruition in some regards, and so we have been glad that that the that the merchants have not only been receptive, but new merchants now understand that uh, the potential for foot traffic and the uh, the future of the downtown has uh, has been certainly solidified by this work, and so. Um, we have seen our occupancy rise to the point now, particularly on Trade Street, which is that main thoroughfare, to mm-hmm. probably 95-plus percent occupancy. I'd say 97, 98. There's, there is um, uh, every building that I know of, with the exception of maybe one or two, are actively engaged. There are one or two that are undergoing some upfitting or, or new construction uh, but I don't know of uh, any building that is is empty at this point, other than for construction reasons. And um, it is it is accomplished. One of the things that we had hoped that this overall master plan would accomplish, and that is to enlarge the footprint of downtown. So 
Now we've got merchants that are looking on second row streets and other areas in the downtown now to locate new businesses. So there has been a there has been a ripple effect to the whole project. We have we have done some calculations and and we feel like that uh, you know we've we've made a pretty healthy investment in this project. By the time we finish phase two, the city's going to have close to sixteen million dollars in in these projects. But uh, we have already realized a hundred million plus dollars of investment in the downtown area. We feel largely as a result of our investment in the the uh, work that we've done on the streetscaping and the renovation of the downtown area. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the ongoing items, the parking, physical growth of the hotels. Is there anything? Is there anything more to say about about the future of of the downtown district at this point? Yeah, I, you know, one of the things that that we wanted to accomplish was this idea that the the physical footprint of our of our city is fairly limited. Now, we we also hang our hat on that. We are a we're a turn of the century town that uh, our primary business district was was built all in a in a period of about two decades. So, from a scale standpoint and from a look standpoint um, we've we've got a very quintessential southern downtown with brick buildings all uh, in the two to three story range for the most part all built in a reasonably close time frame so there's a similarity to the look the scale is is appropriate for a small downtown um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to accomplish through this project was to take what was traditionally a auto-centric downtown and flip that model into a, a pedestrian-centric sort of model. And we've been able to accomplish that through a number of ways. But the primary the way that we've done that is that Trade Street, again, which I mentioned is our main thoroughfare through downtown, We've we've done something that's particularly unusual on that street. It's it's a shared surface street, which uh, means that there are no curbs and gutters. It's a relatively uh, flat surface with stormwater drainage incorporated into the surface, and it's it's a it's a brick uh, street, for lack of a better description. You take your cues from the design of the brick as well as the color of the brick and, and other visual cues. And so what we have found is that while we didn't eliminate or restrict traffic, that it, 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 it has slowed the traffic down. People are more comfortable about, about walking in the downtown area. There certainly is more sidewalk space and outdoor dining space. Uh, we've narrowed the lanes a bit, but we're able to leave the parallel parking. So it just uh, it, 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 it gives the overall feel and appearance of, of an area that you certainly would like to walk around in and explore stores and take advantage of shopping opportunities and, and, and that sort of thing. And in the process, has also uh, highlighted the other side streets, which we have completely renovated in a little bit different fashion. They're 
they're a more traditional street with curb and gutter and but now new asphalt, new landscaping, new sidewalk, new lighting, all the lighting through the downtown area now ties in together. So wherever you are in that uh, in that downtown area, you know that you're in this sort of historic shopping district in in a in a small downtown and um that's the that's the feel that we were shooting for mm-hmm. well we've 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 covered a lot of a lot of ground here but i wanted to ask is there anything else beyond what we've talked about that other cities and towns could learn from the way greer pursued this project yeah absolutely i, I you know we've had um We've had a number of other communities come and, and look at you know at what we've done. We've uh, we've had calls literally from all over the nation about the the Trade Street project in particular, the shared surface mm-hmm. piece of it. You know, I think one of the primary things that I offer to folks is the importance of a vision and a plan, and and sticking with it. Um, you know this. As I mentioned at the onset, this particular project may not have been envisioned in the 1998 plan, but we've updated that plan every five years so that we we knew what we we wanted to do and we shaped that as we went along. And so, uh, you know, this particular project has been. Uh, like I said earlier, it's, it's been nearly seven years in the making. Uh, but I think one of the things that, that often happens is that, you know, communities are looking for a fast turnaround or a, or, or a quick fix or that sort of thing. And I think our ability to have, have looked at uh, holistically and sort of a 360 kind of view of what we want to accomplish over a longer period of time has, has has been beneficial. The other thing that that does is it gives you the ability to tackle bigger projects because, you know, it took us nearly 10 years to be in a position financially to have acquired the land and and be ready to to do a building like a new city hall and park that surrounds it and do some venue space as a part of that project also mm-hmm. to do you know a, a a municipal courthouse and a and a and a police station at the same time i mean that was that was an investment that early on was you know twenty plus million dollars but again leveraged a lot of other projects and so you know this this streetscape project is is the same thing. It may not be as large a, an investment on the city's part, but certainly has leveraged a much much bigger investment in terms of what we've been able to do with that. So, you know, it creating a creating a long term vision, sticking with it, even if you even if you make changes or don't know exactly what you you want. That you know that's that that's where you can work with consultants to make it happen. And uh, and then seeing it, you know, and, and then seeing it through. I, I think the other thing I would probably say is that you know there, there's there's certainly nothing wrong with you know with being bold, but we also wanted to honor you know the heritage of the town. We we realized that our downtown was the is the goose that laid the golden egg, and we didn't want to we didn't want to goof that up. But on the other hand, we knew that there was an opportunity to do something unique, and to do something that you know through the planning process, our community and our merchants and our our council and others supported. 
So I think we've got something that is going to serve us well for for decades to come. Uh, I, I think this is a I think this is a project that is going to have significance in our community for for a long time. So we, the Municipal Association, we have a a quick video for this and the other achievement award projects on our website, which is www.masc.sc. You can find those by searching for achievement awards. But there is also the Center Chief website itself, which is futuregreer.com, and it's also linked to from the City of Greer's website. And the the Center G website, I think, is worth checking out for the 360-degree tours of the project, if for, if for no other reason. I just think that's really cool. With that said, Mayor, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and, and talk about all this. Well, glad to do it, and, uh, you know, I hope folks will um, feel free to give me a call if they've got questions or to, to come and visit. We would love to host, um, you know, councils and or other cities that, that might want to take a look at what what we've done and how we were able to do it, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be more than happy to share insights and information with them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.